0: My show streams live every day at 5 a.m., but for those of you that cannot listen live, all of my shows are recorded and podcast and are available for on-demand downloads at stayhealthylasvegas.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are nine to six Monday through Saturday and closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Remember to tune into my show often and listen to the on-demand podcast of the show at stayhealthylasvegas.com. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Good morning to you. I'm so glad you're here today and that we're able to chat yet once again about your good health. You know, every day we hear about things in the media. We hear things that are being told to us every single day. And the one thing that we've learned is that we're always perpetually works in progress. And that's not a bad thing. I think sometimes we feel like you cross the finish line in a marathon or you finish a project and you move on to the next one. Kind of not the way it goes with your health and well-being. We are perpetually looking for a better way to be able to be healthier, to enjoy our life, to get the most out of it. One of the biggest problems we have is most of the time we don't know where to go. We don't know where to start. We probably have not done our homework. So every day on the show, Monday through Friday, we talk about the things that could make our lives better healthier and maybe put us into a a better way of looking at our health and well-being. It's very important. One of the things that I've learned along the way is that, you know, there's always going to be new things coming our way. There's always going to be ways to uh, progress in our well-being, but we just have to ask questions. I bring you the best guests in the industry, the movers, the shakers, the individuals that are out there making changes and providing us with the information we need, bringing us formulations that are better than they've been in the past, more digestible, more deliverable to our body, and bringing all the technology to make our lives better and healthier. And then, of course, I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Stay Healthy is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley incredible at what they do. Yes, they're a fully packed, full-service store. Yes, they carry the best of the best in every category. But what they bring to the table is the most knowledgeable, intelligent, informed, and passionate staff. Let's face it, getting healthy is hard. Getting healthy is difficult. Getting healthy is something that, you know, we have to really have our T's crossed and our I's dotted, otherwise, we may not be successful. They want to be there with you to answer the questions, to have a dialogue so that you're more successful on your healthy journey. So, head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer, at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. Right on the northwest corner there. You can't miss them. People say all the time, what's a landmark? How about Smith's? They're in the Smith's Plaza on that northwest corner. You can't miss them. They've been there a long time. They're in their fourth decade, so they want to make sure that you have the availability of being able to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. You can call them at 877-2494. Visit them Monday through Saturday 9 to 6. Um, Closed on Sunday. And they're gonna make it easy for you every time you come in. Their webpage is getting a lot of attention today, and for good reason. Because you can go there, enter your email address, and you can start getting newsletters and coupons and promotion alerts. You can also listen to any of the on demand podcasts of the radio shows. And they'd love to partner up. So enter your email address. You know, start getting all those wonderful promotions just for becoming part of the Stay Healthy family. Well, today, one of my favorite friends is back with us today, uh, Neil Levin. We're going to be talking about products from Now Foods. Um, I'm not sure if we put these into the antioxidant category, the free radical scavenger category. We want to make sure that we get our technology and our verbiage correct, but I'll have Neil clarify that for us. If you haven't had the extreme pleasure to hear him in the past, you're going to always walk away with great information when Neil's on my show. Neal is the Senior Nutrition Education Manager and Product Formulator for the Natural Products Manufacturer Now Foods a board-certified clinical nutritionist who managed health food stores and cooperatives for decades. Neil is an international lecturer, award-winning industry champion, co-founder and longtime officer of the American Nutrition Associations, director of the Mid-American Health Organization and the National Clinical Certification Board, and former technical advisor to the Non-GMO Project. When you're looking for information, make sure that you follow Neil. Uh, make sure that you check out his his page, Honest Nutrition. He has great information. If you get to see articles written by him, read them because this is where good information starts, and this is how we learn to make really good, valid decisions about our health. Help me welcome my guest. Hey, Neil.
1: Hello. I guess I'm where bad information goes to die. <laughs>
0: I love that. I love that. I'm using it. I'm stealing it. It's fantastic. <laughs> How are you, my friend?
1: I'm fine. Nice to hear from you.
0: Thank you very much. So glad to have you here today. And, you know, when I was talking about talking to Marge the other day, we were talking about... Um, I I don't know. How do we classify these right now? Are they antioxidants? Are they free radical scavengers? Are they supportive nutrients? Are they phytonutrients? Are they super fruits and foods? And where do we put these (laughs) that we're going to talk about? They're
1: all of the above. (laughs) There's one restriction, though. Uh, Labels in the United States can only claim antioxidants for things that have daily values, which are the things that have RDAs and RDIs. Got it. So uh, if it's not a vitamin or mineral that has a recommended daily allowance, it is not going to be called an antioxidant on a label. That is unfortunate because in the scientific and medical literature, these things are clearly antioxidants. But if it's a plant-based material that's not a vitamin or mineral, we're not allowed to call them that on a label. Even the universal antioxidants, so-called in medical literature, alpha-lipoic acid is not allowed to be called an antioxidant on a product label because of restrictive labeling by the FDA. So that's one small example of how the dietary supplement industry is regulated. So people who say that the industry is unregulated and it's the Wild West, well, there might be a lack of enforcement at the FDA because these products are overwhelmingly safe and there's Uh, Not a great deal of attention to it because of the relative safety of these products and product category. But that doesn't mean there aren't regulations in place that the FDA could utilize anytime they they want to. So uh, they are antioxidants. You're not going to see that term on a label if the labels are compliant with federal regulations. That said, free radical fighter is actually a broader category than antioxidants because oxidative stress is only one of the characteristics of this type of damage to cells, uh, free radical damage, oxidative damage. And just to put that in context, uh, the immune system in our bodies does use oxidative stress and, and oxidants and free radicals to use as demolition tools and to use as weapons in defense of our bodies. So having these controlled explosions, electrical charges, there's there's different ways to look at the uh, free radical uh, type issues and oxidative issues. But they, they, there's a relationship to oxygen, there's a relationship to electricity, there's elect- a relationship to controlled explosions in the body, tiny little explosions. Uh, little bursts of energy from these uh, oxidative type compounds. And w- another way to look at it is it- it's almost like an electrical charge is pulling electrons from cells and ripping it off from cell after cell in a chain reaction. Mm. And what stops that are these free radical fighters, the antioxidants. They're actually quenching these oxidative chain reactions that will damage numerous cells in the body and they help control the damage, limit the damage, uh, keep it within a a prescribed area. So having these compounds in our body is actually part of nature's design of how we are actually engineered to operate utilizing other things from the, from the environment, from the diet, uh, especially. So our bodies can't exist without, for example, good bacteria that are coexisting with us in our guts and our mouths and other areas of the body. We, We can't exist without these compounds from plants that are used to help regulate things in the body. And when we're talking about free radical fighters, we're not only talking about those type of elements, we're talking about the ability to Synthesize things like collagen and elastin and keratin in our bodies. These complex compounds require these antioxidants or free radical fighters as part of the recipe for making them and for maintaining them. If we truly want to maintain our collagen in our body, our, our skin structures, our joint structures, the connective tissue that's underlaying all of our organs, which is uh, made of protein. There's more protein in connective tissues and collagen than in our muscles. So preserving them as well as producing them in the first place, requires these antioxidant type compounds. And so I'll use the term antioxidant and free radical fighter kind of interchangeably as consumers tend to do, but labeling is gonna be much more specific.
0: So because these don't really have per se a nutritional value, they don't go under the antioxidant category where vitamin C and vitamin E would go under the antioxidant category.
1: Yes. Vitamin A, C, E, and the minerals selenium and, uh, you know, other minerals that have antioxidant-type properties, uh, some of them would be copper, which could be oxidative or, or antioxidant, depending on which compound it's used in the, in the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it doesn't have a daily value or an RDA, it cannot be called an antioxidant on a label, even if it is. Got it. Known to be chemically and biologically an antioxidant. You can't call it that on a label, which is an, you know an interesting twist to federal regulations Regulators can make up these rules that don't make a lot of sense to scientists, but compliant companies are going to follow the rules. So even if you don't see the term antioxidant on a label, if you see free radical fighters, it means the same thing, just a little broader.
0: Got it. Okay, good. Thank you for that clarity. No, I mean, that comes up a lot in articles. It comes up a lot in trainings and things like that. So I want to, it's happened to me, you know, so, and I've come to you for advice on that. So if it's come up to me, I want to make sure that if it comes up to other people, that our terminology is, is, is correct. So I know today we're going to be talking about um, three of these uh, free radical kind of searchers, if you will. And I know that uh, Marge wanted us to talk about uh, pycnogenol. She wanted us to touch also on uh, resveratrol and also wanted us to touch on grape grapeseed. So where would you like to start? Um, these are things that I use personally. I take all of them because I didn't want to have to choose. I wanted the benefit of them all. Um, that's kind of the way I think sometimes. Um, where would you like to start?
1: Well, I would say resveratrol and grapeseed extract are both compounds found in grapes. Mm-hmm. And that, that would be a good way to start to kind of contrast the two. Okay. That now the grapeseed extract contains phenolic compounds, polyphenols, which are called OPCs, oligomeric proanthocyanidins, as well as containing flavanols and polyflavanols and other compounds. But these proanthocyanins, the OPCs in grapeseed extract, are responsible for that reddish color in red and purple grapes. Uh, There's other compounds in grapes, quercetin, cachetan, camphorol. There's a number of other uh, flavonoids in there as well. But uh, they highly concentrate the grapeseed extract. Uh, They're potent, water-soluble, free radical scavenging compounds. So they protect the body uh, both from internal processes uh, and from things that we are exposed to, like chemicals or uh, oxygen-forming compounds that are potentially destructive uh, to the body. So these OPCs are one of the body's ways of using plant compounds as protective nutrients. Now I want to mention why do the plants make these kind of compounds? They make them as natural defenses, part of their immune system. They make them to taste bad to bugs or any kind of living organism that would tend to attack them. They tend to be protective of if there's any damage If you're thinking of a plant uh, or a tree, in the case of pycnogenol, uh, you have a branch break-off, you have exposure to mold, insects, things getting into the inside of the plant, and how does the plant insulate itself from these things? It produces these compounds that are protective against oxidation, for example, but also protective in terms of Uh, having some functional immune property, making it taste bad, making it heal faster, you know, some kind of other properties as well. So the plants are making these not as nutrients, although they happen to be nutrients for humans, they're making these things for functional purposes in in their own bodies and in their own structures. So we know that grapeseed OPCs help support the health of vascular tissues, bone tissues, uh, organs such as the kidney and, and the brain, uh, providing free radical protection, vascular health, healthy immune response. And so these things have been used for quite a long time. The uh, They actually came to some fame some years ago with a theory called the French Paradox. Why, do, why can the French apparently eat plenty of cholesterol-rich foods, fatty foods, etc., and have a lot less heart disease than Americans and people in more westernized countries with different diets? And this is one of the reasons that was presented, uh, having the grapeseed products from drinking wine, uh, particularly, uh, and having that be part of their diet and... Offsetting some of the negative effects of the rest of their diet. So that's one compound from grape seeds, and it's very popular. We use it in uh, a number of our multivitamins. It's in our free radical fighting formulas, our so-called antioxidant type formulas. Uh, and you know, it, it's something that's used pretty widely uh, in, in dietary supplements. You know, pretty common. Less common is another compound, uh, free radical fighting or antioxidant-type compound in grapes called resveratrol, and resveratrol is naturally found in the skin of red grapes, it's in some other berries, uh, you know, the reddish pigment in, in berries, other plants including peanuts, and it's known for its cellular anti-aging properties and for reducing stress. Um, The adrenal gland accumulates a lot of vitamin C and other antioxidants or free radical fighters as part of its stress-fighting capability. So we know, for example, that vitamin C accumulates in the adrenal gland at maybe a hundred times or more concentrated than in the bloodstream so it's one of those areas that we know is is actively seeking these compounds and using them to help fight stress uh, we also know that resveratrol is used for cardiovascular function as well let, so, me,
0: let me ask you a quick question yeah, you know let's say yeah. someone that you know doesn't drink alcohol of any kind um, would they get similar or identical benefits if they did a natural, um, non-chemically altered grape juice?
1: Uh, Grape juice would have some of these same properties. It's just the alcohol extraction is going to remove more of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So actually fermenting the grapes is like making an herbal extract and concentrating some of these, pulling them out of the matrix of the grape skin uh, or the grape seeds. I see. So grape, grape seed extract is actually the, the seeds and extracting what's in there. The resveratrol is extracting from the skin of the grapes. So there, there are different parts of the grape, different similar but different compounds that have complementary but distinct uh, composition and properties.
0: So obviously using them in supplement form would alleviate that alcohol restriction situation for someone who does not. Let's say, you know, they're, they'd love to be able to do a glass of red wine at every meal and they really can't or for, don't or won't. At least the supplementation can give them those benefits. Um, so that's, that answered the question. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and even the uh, grapeseed extracts that are extracted with alcohol, the alcohol is evaporated and removed. Mm-hmm. There's actually one form, which is the mega natural BP ingredient that we use in products for blood pressure. And that's a water extract of California grapeseeds that have not been fermented. So nice. it, it is actually a, a great product. I actually take it myself. But, uh, you know, it's another form of the grapeseed extract uh, that has no relation to alcohol. You know, if any of your listeners are halal and avoiding the alcohol input or, uh, you know, alcoholics, you know, they really don't have to worry about these extracts because they're not in liquid form. The alcohol has been removed, even if alcohol was used in extracting them. So, you know, these are dry forms, uh, so the alcohol is not a... Uh, current component of the ingredients.
0: So with resveratrol, in regards to resveratrol and grapeseed extract, if someone is on a nutritional program that they've been on for a while and they're happy with what they're using, uh, bringing these in, one or both of them, uh, they play well with other nutrients and other uh, ingredients that you may already be using?
1: Oh, yes. Like I said, we will often add these to multivitamins to boost the antioxidant value of the vitamin C and, and other components in there. Um, uh, resveratrol is actually in peanuts in small amounts too. Mulberries, you know, there's, there's other sources of it as well but uh, you know it, it's best known as a component of grapes and a component of wine in particular.
0: How would someone determine whether or not these ingredients, these amazing nutrients should be brought into their everyday nutritional regimen. I mean, you know, there's so many choices today, Neil. You know, I know you're like me, and we're constantly looking and looking at our you know, regimens. And, I mean, I'm always thinking, oh, I got room for one more thing, you know. But how is there a question you can answer yourself to find out whether you're a candidate for these or is just living in a polluted, stressful world make us a candidate enough?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're constantly exposed to chemical compounds in the air, the water, the food, uh, that are detoxified in our liver. And one of the phases of liver detoxification includes using antioxidants to deal with some of these compounds, to help process them. We need the antioxidants, and I'm gonna use that term generally, these free radical fighters. We need them to generate and protect body tissues, and not the least of them is vascular tissue, the the arteries themselves, for example. There's so much stress on arteries being close to the heart. Every time the heart beats, these arteries have to literally expand and let that pulse of blood through and then contract with every heartbeat. So there's actually a pulse of the arteries, not just the heart, that where they're They have to accept this blood flow and expand enough. If they can't expand, then the blood pressure rises. This is something that happens very frequently as people age. This is not an uncommon issue. And that need for flexibility means that these tissues are undergoing constant stress. They're constantly expanding and contracting, like every second or so with every heartbeat. And there's tremendous stress on these tissues to maintain them. And to to maintain and build the collagen fibers in the arteries requires these compounds such as vitamin C and supporting antioxidants and free radical fighters. And vitamin C actually has a very short half-life, maybe half an hour in circulation. It lasts a lot longer when it gets into tissues and, and, and organs like the adrenal gland, but still you need to recycle vitamin C constantly. And the reason why humans are one of the 20 or so species of mammals that cannot manufacture our own vitamin C in the liver from blood sugar. The reason why is because we eat a varied enough diet to supply compounds like grapeseed extract, resveratrol, uh, pine bark extract, etc that support the vitamin C that are much stronger antioxidants than vitamin C that will recycle oxidized vitamin C back into reduced or antioxidant form vitamin C to maintain our vitamin C levels over time because we're not creating it on the spot as needed as a horse or a dog or a cat or most mammals will do. We are forced to rely on our diet to supply the compounds needed to recycle it because we're lacking an enzyme in the liver to convert that blood sugar into vitamin C. And if we could convert it, that would be a great thing for humanity because we would convert extra blood sugar into vitamin C. So we'd get all the vitamin C we need and we'd lower our blood sugar. Win-win. We can't do that. Guinea pigs can't do it. Fruit-eating bats can't do it. Higher primates and humans can't do that. Because of our varied diets, we rely on the diet to supply these compounds rather than the liver converting blood sugar to these compounds. So that's why we are symbiotic with plant life. We need to eat these plant compounds, these phyto compounds, phytonutrients, in order to have the nutrients we need to be healthy, survive, maintain, and build our, our structures in our bodies.
0: So so let me ask, let me get some clarity here. So you talked about the permeability of, of the vessels that run through our body that have a tendency to possibly become more brittle and lose their expansion capabilities as we age. Obviously, it could happen at a younger age if we're doing a lot of having a lot of free radical damage and oxidative stress. Would this also apply to the individuals that are out there who have lost their, let's say, permeability and elasticity of capillaries, and that's why they're now bruising more frequently, dealing more with varicosity of the veins and spider veins? Is this more of an external visible sign of that um, loss of permeability?
1: It, it may be. I mean, there are other potential, potential issues, like mm-hmm. on women, they're Uh, veins and capillaries tend to be closer to the skin and more Mm -hmm. visible and they'll be more exposed through the skin tissue and the the fatty areas uh, right under the skin so uh, you know there are differences in structures uh, between different people as well Mm -hmm. but in general the ability to maintain the collagen in our arteries as well as the collagen in our joints and uh, all our other tissues in our bodies Uh, requires vitamin C and supporting antioxidants, which include these kind of compounds.
0: Okay. So, to go back to my question, if you are someone that does have bruising and bleeding gums, hemorrhoids, varicosity of the veins, spider veins, and you go see your doctor, and many times there's really not a lot that they can do for that situation— Are these kind of ingredients, of course, along with vitamin C, bioflavonoids, other things, um, are these things that may be beneficial?
1: Uh, They would be beneficial, yes, to help maintain and, and build and even rebuild these tissues, including the collagen in blood vessels that require these types of nutrients, to build them and maintain them and to restructure them when they're damaged. Mm-hmm. So yes, these, these things do have a role in protecting collagen, uh, hyaluronic acid production, which is responsible for the moisture in our skin and also the weight-bearing moisture sacs, the uh, synovial fluid in our joints mm-hmm. requires hyaluronic acid. That also requires these compounds to produce uh, to be produced in the body so yes our, our structures need these kind of compounds they need the antioxidant and free radical protection from taking compounds like grapeseed extract resveratrol and pycnogenol which we haven't really spoken about yet but it's a pine bark extract
0: you know and The other thing that I wanted to ask is, you know, when I noticed probably the most out of these is I had a lot of dental work done and um, my gums got extremely sensitive. And when I brought in or had the addition of resveratrol, grapeseed extract and pycnogenol, it seems like my gums got amazingly healthy. Uh, in a short period of time, and uh, it made a dramatic difference. I mean, my gums used to bleed all the time, even the amount of vitamin C and bioflavonoids I was using. Uh, But when I would floss and I would do things that were supposed to be healthy for those gums to make them stronger and more pliable and more flexible, these three ingredients really made a dramatic difference in my gum tissue.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would would add uh, CoQ10, especially Uh a chewable CoQ10. To that regimen for gums, because the gums really use a lot of energy. Yes. And CoQ10 is associated with uh, supporting that energy in the gums. It uh, would, would be a good addition to that. And you uh, there, there are probiotics for the mouth. We make one oral biotic, but you know, there are specific strains that grow in the mouth and oral cavity, and they protect the gums as well and the teeth. So you know, those are a couple things people can consider if they're trying to protect the health of their gums
0: awesome um so here's a question you know if you let's say you have some bad habits and you're not really ready to change those bad habits and the one i think about automatically are is smoking um beneficial for that bad habit until you maybe do make a correction and after
1: Yeah, smoking and to a lesser extent, vaping will increase oxidative stress in the body Mm -hmm. and will also present these compounds that require detoxifying in the liver. And both of those processes require these free radical fighting compounds as part of the body's mitigation of these toxins. So yes, uh, someone who smokes is gonna have an increased need for these types of free radical fighting compounds.
0: Now, how, how does pycnogenol fit into the mix here?
1: Well, pycnogenol is actually my favorite one. <laughs> and on my team of, uh, I now have uh, uh, six people working for me in the product information department, uh, a couple naturopathic physicians, a, diet, uh, a dietitian, uh, a pharmacist, uh, some nutritionists, They all, uh, I would say most of them use pycnogenol as their extra antioxidant or free radical fighter of choice. And one reason why is because of the extensive research that's been done on pycnogenol. Mm -hmm. We're looking at 450 published scientific papers on pycnogenol, that it's actually an approved drug in Europe. And... You know, 40 years of research, uh, it regenerates collagen and hyaluronic acid, it supports the blood circulation and the uh, blood vessels themselves, it uh, helps work with the uh, normal inflammatory controls of the body. The body is using inflammation as a, a weapon and a tool, as I mentioned earlier, but also it needs to control that with other compounds, so there's a balance of these two forces. Uh, you know that you want to think of a controlled demolition of a building where you're trying to bring it down without causing collateral damage. Mm. That's what the, these antioxidants and free radical fighters do in the body when the body is trying to get rid of damaged tissues and structures. It, it, it's helping to control these blasts that are happening from the immune system and the repair system uh, where they're not causing collateral damage. Uh, It is a powerful antioxidant, even if we can't say that on a label. You know, it's something like 150 times as powerful as an antioxidant as vitamin C in the scientific literature. And it recycles vitamin C. Vitamin C, if it loses an electron, it becomes oxidized. And these free radical fighters and antioxidants donate electrons. They not only quench these oxidative free radical reactions, but they can actually do that by donating extra electrons to these other things like uh, vitamin C, for example, to restore vitamin C to its antioxidant potential. So their benefits go beyond their own role in the body, and what they do directly, their indirect effects by supporting other antioxidants are even greater.
0: Hmm. Are these things that we have to take a lot of milligram or dosing wise to get a benefit, or are are we getting a good amount from just a basic dosage? Uh, and is it and is our dosing regulated by our body weight?
1: Well, to some extent, it would be regulated by body weight. Uh, When we're looking at studies, like I've looked at a lot of these pycnogenol studies, this pine bark extract from France, and uh, the general dosing on there is 150, 160 milligrams or more. And we just came out with one that's a higher strength uh, to meet that need in one pill. Nice. Because we had a 30 milligram, a 60, and a 100. And now we've got the hundred fifty, which meets a lot of the numbers in the studies with one capsule a day. So, you know, this this is a I take the hundred and I'm about to switch to the one fifty to get more. Now I'm also getting grapeseed extract, and grapeseed extract is used in a uh, little bit higher amounts, typically uh, hundred milligram would be a standard amount but we do, we do go higher on the grapeseed extract as well. Uh, 250 and now a 500 milligram we nice. have on the grapeseed extract. Uh, so that's you know something that people are looking for sometimes higher amounts to deal with these issues in their bodies. Now I, I like mixing and matching them. Like I said, I'm taking both a grapeseed extract that's that's better absorbed, that mega natural BP material that's used for blood pressure support specifically, and the pycnogenol and mixing and matching them. I take one in the morning, one in the evening. So I'm not relying on one to give me everything I need. I'm splitting it between the two. And they're they're kind of similar, but they're, they are very distinct. The uh, pycnogenol is from a pine tree. Uh, the pine trees are about 40 years old. It's actually the largest managed forest in Europe, and they don't use any chemicals or pesticides on it at all. And you've got basically something that's standardized over a 40-year period when you're using this. A grapeseed extract is the harvest from one year. It's going to vary from batch to batch. When you're harvesting a 40-year-old tree and extracting, you've got that standardization of decades already built into it. So there is really no significant variation between batch to batch like there can be
0: with grapeseed extract. I see. Because with the the grapes, you're getting a varying effect due to the growth factor of that year's crop, if you will.
1: Right. The exact ratio of these proanthocyanin compounds, the OPC compounds, uh, the ratio of the the component compounds is going to vary from batch to batch to some extent because, you know, just like anything else, the, the wine's going to vary year to year. You know, the plant is going to be different every year depending on seasonal variations.
0: Are any of these three beneficial for skin health or eye health?
1: Uh, definitely. Resveratrol is well known for its effects on skin, as is pycnogenol.
0: And how about eyes?
1: Uh, To some extent, a lot of the antioxidants in eyes are fat soluble because of the structure of the eyes. Mm -hmm. So we're looking more at carotenoids being the protective compounds in the eyes. So there is some crossover. Uh, but, you know, the primary antioxidants in the eyes are lutein, zeaxanthin, astaxanthin, those kind of things, as well as in the skin, by the way. You know, the skin will will tan and burn as a response to oxidative damage from sunlight, which is largely controlled with carotenoids and, in the skin. And when the antioxidants in the skin get used up, that is when you start tanning the uh, melanin pigment in the skin is actually an oxidative compound. It's formed by oxidation. So taking antioxidants, glutathione has long been used for this, uh, will help prevent the skin from darkening and tanning as much. Uh, Some people do that for various aesthetic reasons as, as well as protective reasons for the skin.
0: You know, the interesting thing about these is that, you know, it it seems like most people are end up focusing on the standard nutrients that we talk about every day. Multiple vitamins, probiotics, you know, magnesium, vitamin D. And, you know, things get a little bit of attention in the media and they create kind of a, a, a dramatic interest in those isolated nutrients. It seems like things like resveratrol and pycnogenol and grapeseed extract, although extremely beneficial, may not get the the media attention that they that they really deserve um, rightly. And I think a lot of people may just not even know about them. I mean, I try to bring them up as much as I can because I think that they're things that could make a dramatic difference in overall health and well-being. but I don't think they get the press. They should.
1: Well, that's probably true. I mean, even things like Pycnogenol that has these hundreds of studies and is actually approved as a drug for some uses in Europe is, is not, getting a lot of attention because it's, you know, it's not an essential nutrient that you have to consume every day or you get deficiency diseases. So, it, it you know, although these are important and your body needs some form of these types of compounds, the exact one you get and how much is not, you know, something that has been proven essential. Like, if you don't get zinc at inadequate amounts, you're gonna have growth problems and immune problems. You know, it's, it's very demonstrative that a single nutrient does that. These are compounds containing numerous uh, forms of, of chemicals, biochemicals. So they're not as well-researched. They're not as uh, conclusive that it's a specific element or a specific chemical compound, single compound, like the vitamins are single compounds. The uh, minerals are mineral elements, single elements. So those tend to be the ones that get the attention and the uh, official status of being an essential nutrient. Uh, When you get something that's more complex and there's alternative sources, you don't tend to get it being seen as essential even though you need something in that category in your body to function and be healthy. You know, you can't say it's this particular one of the dozens of compounds in OPCs or, or in pycnogenol or even resveratrol, which which is more of a single compound. Uh, you know, it, it's not in every plant and they haven't demonstrated if you don't get it you can't live and, and be healthy because there are alternative compounds that will work in the same way.
0: So let me ask you a question. We'll go back a little bit when you talked about uh, the French, if you will, with red wine. Do they understand the benefits of the red wine? I know they enjoy it, but do they understand the heart-protective benefits of red wine?
1: I believe there's been enough publicity for that over, say, 30 years or more that uh, they are aware of it, but, you know... It's secondary. I mean, if you think of the French lifestyle, you know, there's they're, a certain element of French society is anti-fast food. They don't have real supermarkets in the sense we do. They prefer to go out shopping in individual shops and farmers markets, buy things for a meal or two. Uh, French bread doesn't even keep overnight very well. And, you know, there's limited uses for it if it's not fresh. So there's there's a there's a focus on freshness, on walking to go get what you need instead of having it delivered or, or going to one place and driving there and then walking around a store for a few minutes and walk, driving home. You know, there's there's more exercise, there's more fresh air, there's more social interaction, uh, as well as the enjoyment of meals. You know, fast food does not have the same. Uh, appeal to many people in France because it's opposed to the sense of this communal getting together to eat and and this social and and family uh, type time that we've lost so much of in America and the West.
0: Yeah, it seems like the only time we have those situations are maybe at a holiday meal or something. And it's true because I have friends that live in France and every day, every meal is an adventure to them. I mean, they could talk about the meal and the food and, and they are those people. They live in a part of, of France where they're able, they're able to walk to the little markets and they get their vegetables, they get their bread, they get their fresh protein and they go home. And, and even their preparation of their food is an experience where everyone is in the kitchen. And um, it's just, um, we have lost that. I don't even think it even mildly exists here anymore.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, if you lose the connection to food and the appreciation of Mm -hmm. food and the complexity of food and you're relying on mass market produced options, you've lost a lot of things that are natural. And, you know, frankly, a lot of fast food does not contain these, Free radical fighters, antioxidants, anywhere in abundance to what you'd get in a plant based diet. Mm-hmm.
0: Quick question about um, these three ingredients grapeseed extract, pycnogenol, resveratrol. Are they better utilized at a meal with food? Do they need food as a transport for absorbability, or can we take them anytime?
1: No, they are water-soluble, so they can be taken any time. I take mine with food because, you know, it's okay to take them with food. They don't have to be away from food. There's, uh, I, I think there's a synergy between these so that if I'm taking my vitamin C and my grapeseed extract together in the evening or my picnoginol uh, and my vitamin C in the morning with, with a meal, there, there's really no conflict because – uh, I'm taking vitamin C repeatedly through the day because it has a short half-life. Mm-hmm. But I'm also taking morning and evening. Uh, I'm, I'm doing alpha lipoic acid and uh, gri- the grapeseed extract in the evening. I'm doing the pycnogenol in the morning. Uh, you know, and, and there is some grapeseed extract in my multi. You know, th- there's other things going on too. You know, selenium, uh, vitamin E, etc., in my multi as well. So, you know, I am getting these things, you know, reinforced. And I always prefer to have a spectrum of things that do similar effects rather than loading up on one. Mm -hmm. I I think that that's better for the body. I think it's better for the wallet, frankly. Uh, I like having, you know, not all my eggs in one basket. It's uh, different compounds from different plants that I'm getting that, that have, protective effects on the body. Uh, I I like that better. You know, I I mean, people might do 10 grams of vitamin C a day. I do a couple grams, you know, gram in the morning, gram in the evening. There's some in my multi or some of my other formulas. Uh, There's some in my diet, obviously. So I'm not trying to go heavy, heavy, heavy on vitamin C. I'm trying to protect the vitamin C by getting the alpha-lipoic acid, the grapeseed extract, the pycnogenol added to it uh, to preserve and protect it.
0: Well, I I want to thank you. This was a, a great interview and thank you for your clarity today and thanks. It's been a while since, you know, I've really talked about these. I'm so glad that we did because some people may be learning about them for the first time. Thank you so much and always a pleasure to have you here on the show, Neil.
1: Oh, glad to be with you again, and I uh, look forward to seeing you again. It was nice to see you recently.
0: Uh, take care of yourself. Be well, my friend.
1: You too.
0: My guest today, Neil Levin, representing Now Foods. He always has such a great way of making things understandable. And I think one of the most amazing things about that is that we always know that there are going to be new things to learn And when you start learning about these new things, it's going to be something where you're going to um, be able to uh, process all this information. I think it's amazing. And I think as we learn more and more and relearn, because today, pycnogenol, resveratrol, grapeseed, when was the last time we talked about them? It's been a long time. You know, so I'm so glad that we did today. All of the products from Now Foods, a huge categorical set all over the store at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. I hope you'll head over to Stay Healthy. You know, today we have a lot of choices. We have a lot of choices of what we use, where we go, where we shop. Stay Healthy Health Food Store is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, and with good reason. The most knowledgeable, informed, educated, and passionate people to work with, and they make sure that your visit is is going to be beneficial and educational. They want to make sure that you're successful. Head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. The hours of the store, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Also, take the time to bring your questions with you. Have those dialogues. Have those conversations. It's really important because that'll allow you to be able to move forward on your healthy journey. I can't tell you how many times I talk to people all over the country. You know I travel extensively and you know and I talk with people all the time and they're just like, "You know, well I thought I'd give this a try. I thought I'd give this a try. It didn't work very well." And I always say the same thing, "Did you did you do your homework?" did you go somewhere where you could ask questions and make sure that you were choosing correctly and most of them will say no i just i heard about this i heard a friend a coworker a neighbor i heard about it on the tv or something and i decided just to try it and i said well did you research it all to make sure you were getting whatever it was in the best quality form in the most you know effective delivery system no i really didn't do that so how successful were you well not so much do you think if you took the time to ask some questions you'd be better probably. So head to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Don't compromise your health and well-being and don't realize later down the road that you should have taken the time to have a conversation and ask questions when you can do that every day at Stay Healthy. They're going to be your go-to people. And you're going to be so happy that you went. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, once again, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, next to Smith's. The hours Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. For mail order services, you can call them at 877-2494, 877-2494. And even more important, their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Stay Healthy Las Vegas. Dot com That will allow you to be able to uh, go and listen to any of the radio show, on-demand podcast, enter your email address for future newsletters and coupons, all that good stuff, uh, as well as all kinds of great information. When you want to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy, don't cut corners. There's all those other places in your life where you can cut corners, not on your health and well-being, because no matter what you think, you will eventually realize that the most important part of your world is getting healthy, staying there, and achieving awesome health. Thank you to Now Foods. Thank you to Neil Levin. Check out all the great products from Now Foods that stay healthy. Every day, low prices on the entire line. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy radio show.